I can't believe we're already halfway through the series of the My Little Coco podcast. It's been really refreshing for me, actually, sitting down with other parents and I suppose sharing advice, tips, and I guess finding out what really helps them. See, my top tip would be to not get stressed out about what, what everyone else is doing. Do what works for you. You know, you can read the baby books and saying you've got to do this at this time and the baby's got to have this nap and da da da. Just do whatever works for you, whatever makes your house less stressful and easier for you. Just go with it. Mm-hmm. You know, for us, mm-hmm. what we did was, I think that the, the, the baby should fit around your schedule a bit. Do you know what I mean? Like so, so like sometimes I think you know the, the parents are, are too focused on the baby's schedule that they they, they, they don't do their own thing. And I think it's, often with our children, we've always made them fit around us and I think they are more adaptable and, and more easygoing because of it. I, I totally think you're right with that, Pete. And I think, because I'm routine, but it's almost like having it be adaptable, like you say, and having it f- fit to your life. Because I think, and I've seen it, as you say, with friends, you feel like you're failing when you set yourself up this rigid thing and life doesn't work like that when everything always has to go to plan by the hour so you do sort of set yourself up to fail I mean it's not failure but it feels like failure because it's not sticking to this perfect routine mm. yeah yeah and I see it like you say on holidays like like you say the, the adults or one of the adults will be sat in a room with the baby asleep you know and, and I'm on holiday and I'm like I just don't understand it and then obviously they don't come ever come out for dinner Whereas our kids will come out of us for dinner and, you know, might go to sleep in the buggy or go to sleep in my arms, but they're, they're around us um, and they're and doing what we want to be doing. And, and like, yeah, and I think because of that, they've become less sort of nervy and, you know, a bit more chilled. And are probably quite independent yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's not as if, you know, it's not like, there's obviously a balance, you know, you're not going to be going out till one, two in the morning with the kids, but... They're not in the club. No, they're, <laughs> they're the not club. in the club. No, but you know what I mean? Like, going out for dinner, I think it's nice for the kids. I remember doing yeah. that with my mum and dad, and it was some of the best times of my childhood. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I think sometimes we all, and I've done it myself, we all put too much pressure on the fact that we have to be perfect we have to follow a routine or you know we should do what everybody says where actually sometimes sort of tuning out that outside noise and trusting your gut and going with it actually relieves yourself of so much more pressure that essentially you're putting on yourself so indy turned three about two weeks ago and she to that point, was obsessed with her dummy. I'm talking every day, dummy Lala, dummy Lala. So Lala's her blanket, right? A little blankie. So she has a blankie. She's like, dummy Lala, dummy Lala, all the time, every day. She has it at bed, you know, for, for a nap when she's watching TV. And I went on this pee with Joe tour. Um, I came back and Rosie goes, oh, she's given up the dummy. And I said, how did you do that? She, she got this book that she was recommended called B and the, it's like B gives away her dummy or B and the dummy fairy or something. And she read this book to her one time and it hypnotised her. So it's about a girl called B who gives her dummy to the dummy fairy and it goes to the little babies who need them and they use it for like umbrellas or the, you know, the, the, the fairies use it for an umbrella or they use it for a little boat when they're in the river and stuff. So you see them using dummies in different ways. And I was like, that is incredible. So literally, she, she read the book. Next morning, she goes, I've given it up. She hasn't asked for it once. I can't believe oh, how powerful me. 
one little story was, yeah, so she... Because I thought, I said, Indy, if you still love it, darling, it makes you happy. You can have it as long as you of want. Of course, like, yeah. When you're four or whatever, you can knock it on the head. But she she got rid of it. So, yeah, that's a book. It's called B Gives Away Her Dummy. It's a really good book. And um, it could be the thing that tricks your kid into giving up their dummy so quick. I mean, it was the tip we all needed, wasn't it? So just so you know, I've looked it up. The book is called B Gives Up Her Dummy by Jenny Album and there's also uh, Ben Gives Up His Dummy too don't know about you but I've just added that to next day delivery <laughs> let's hope it works I think my essentials are snacks like chocolate the, my favourite chocolate favourite crisps mm-hmm. and then also I would say pants and, you haven't put any pants in the bag yet. No, I haven't. No, 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 no. You've that wouldn't work. Just before pants. How no, does that work? No, no. no my, my, listen, hey. pack the important things first. I'll Chocolate over pants. I'll say this. I'll say this. And then, and then I would probably say PJs and nighty. PJs and nighty. And nighty. For what reason? Uh, for for the reason that I had to. Well. I only packed, I can't remember, I only packed one or the other last time. I only packed PJs last time. Mm. And I had to have a cannula after Right, Roman. okay, yeah. And it makes it very tricky mm-hmm. if you have your PJs with yeah, the trousers on afterwards. Yeah. So I needed a nighty. Mm-hmm. I hadn't packed one. So my, my top tip would be pack a PJ and a nighty. Wise advice from Portia there, because really, you don't know how the birth's going to be. PJs and a nighty is something I wish that somebody told me because I ended up having a caesarean and a nighty is definitely what I wanted over pulling up a sort of PJ bottom over the scar area. So yeah, PJ and a nighty, very good advice from Portia. Big, large, extra large black knickers, <laughs> very important. And also rest like I really thought I was not being a good mum I was couldn't do enough with Cree and then when I couldn't change his nappy I was getting upset and everyone's gonna go everyone was saying to me sorry you've got so long to deal with this with him but I, I wasn't listening yeah I should have taken the rest then because yes. now I'm wishing that there's yeah. a bit of help with those yeah, sleepless exactly nights that. I think big black knickers are really important mm-hmm. because you're sore and tender and, yeah, and you don't really want to put anything oh, too much yeah. on that area yeah and just take as much help as you can and rest because if you don't rest you could end up hurting yourself longer down the yeah. line yeah don't worry about your pride no oh it goes out the window it really it? does go out the window it's like do you know what guys I actually do need help yeah. forget what I've said bring in the village <laughs> so yeah Bridget Jones knickers are definitely the way forward particularly as Kate said we both had cesareans and big black knickers are your friend comfy ones And, you know, make sure they're stretchy enough. And, yeah, I think, importantly, she says rest. And I think that's something that is easier said than done. But you really do have to listen to your body and just go with it. There's no kind of one size fits all for recovery after something like that. So, yeah, take your time and wear your big pants. What would be your number one tip when it comes to breastfeeding? If you're really adamant, like I was the first time about making it work, my top tip would be that you need to give it a good two, three weeks of hell before you decide whether you can or can't do it. And it's really hard, but don't like put yourself down and 
if you decide not to, it's okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you, so you think you've, you've really got to roll with it for a few weeks? Yeah, and that thing that everyone goes on about the latch, the latch, the latch, I mean, shut up. Because <laughs> it just makes you feel like it's your fault. Yeah, you're so right. And I, I found that because it's almost as if, as if you've you not got them on properly. Yeah, and the more you feel like that, the more you're going to f- sort of get all anxious and not do it properly. So just relax. Like some babies have little mouths and some mums have massive nipples like me. Like That's me. basically <laughs> what... I mean, I can't believe mine. They used to be tiny, but I don't know what these kids did to them. Mate, I, well, I, they renamed <laughs> the burger nipples because I just, <laughs> mine just went super dark and super huge. And, Same. And, and they've my, never gone back. Well, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't have said that any better, could she? Some babies have little mouths and some mums do have big nipples. I fall into that category. (laughs) It's so nice to just hear honest opinions and honest views on parenting and just giving us the real, real. The chats that we have with our friends when we say, actually, do you know that this really stings or that actually really hurts? It's okay to talk about it. We're not all perfect and we don't all look like a pregnancy campaign on the front of a magazine, but that's okay too. So yeah. I hope you're all good. Go easy on yourselves. And don't worry about it. As Paloma says, shut up. 